eat my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Now, 7.06. You have exactly eight hours and 54 minutes to ponder the error of your ways. Any questions? Yeah. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? A brain, a beauty, a jock, a rebel, and a recluse. I can't believe this is really happening to me. Before this day is over, they'll break the rules. <coughs> Chicks cannot hold a smoke. That's what it is. Bear their souls. I'm a nymphomaniac. Are your parents aware of this? Take some chances. Being bad feels pretty good. Huh? And touch each other in a way they never dreamed possible. Why'd you do that? Because I knew you wouldn't. Oh. The Breakfast Club. They only met once. I don't want to be alone anymore. You don't have to be. But it changed their lives forever. I mean, I consider you guys my friends. I'm not wrong, am I? Universal Pictures presents Emilio Estevez, Paul Gleason, Anthony Michael Hall, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, and Ali Sheedy in a John Hughes film. Why are you being so nice to me? Because you're letting me. The Breakfast Club. Welcome back to episode 67 of Krusty's Third Nipple. I'm here with Kieran. Say hi. Hi. And Darren. Hi. <laughs> Don't have to say hi. You can just say it. Hey. <laughs> Whatever. So we are reviewing the coming of age 80s classic, The Breakfast Club, that launched the Brat Pack. And we are going to find out if it is an actual classic or if it's one that we might not go back and return to. I, th I think we're experts. The three guys have spent a lot of time in detention. We know, we know what goes on there. We know how accurate Hold on, this is news to me. Metas were you in detention? Yeah, I know. What's to say? We'll cut up the punny echoes at the end of this. It's like Bart Simpson on the chalkboard. Oh man, the punny's back in the day. I was. I was uh, Head boy, I think it. Oh, 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 my God. Head boy, yeah, head boy. Yeah, yeah. There's a point, there's a point, there's a point to this. I nearly got it stripped from me before it happened. Because I was playing pitchy outside the school. Well, yeah, in the school grounds. Mm -hmm. Just right. happened to be outside the, the, the assistant rector's office. So he came in and saw it and then lobbied out like... Oh, to the other teacher. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have been head boy because oh, of that. Because you got caught. Because I got Because I was picture. <laughs> God. No, that's good. Glad, I'm glad your name's still up on there. Just in <laughs> pencil, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. an asterisk beside I, that. I won't be anymore because they're written knocking down with that. So. Nah. It is yeah. funny, like, uh, you see. Because uh, I, uh, I went to preview after and it was sort of dad's name up there. Yeah. But then I was, I can't remember if it was year four, year after, very close. It was like, there was no head boy, there was just two head girls. And I wonder the story of what happened there with the old cop, the old cop playing picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just no good boys yeah. in that year. <laughs> no, I wasn't one year was before. I, I know who it was one year before me, and I know who it was oh, one year yeah, after it was me. So probably yeah, in that just, neighborhood. But yeah, yeah, everyone was seeing yeah. like, what, what went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody stayed on. Yeah, honestly, was, when, when we were in six year, there was mm. about a dozen. Uh, 
Yeah, it really dwindles, doesn't it? You're talking 20, 30 people just staying on to the city. Oh, we don't know what it's like now. Well, yeah. maybe, maybe I'm over-egging that, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, so... So, yeah. Um, well, actually, how have you guys been? Good. Ah, yeah, doing well, yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Anything exciting been happening in the last couple of weeks? 22nd birthday. Oh, yeah, free. happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah, yeah, so... What was that, feeling older? See a yeah. couple of grey hairs peering in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stress. Yeah, it's a stress. Stress of 22 years. Yeah, I know. You've seen it all. Oh, I've got grey hairs in there. Oh, yeah. Look at this in the podcast in that video. Good. How about you? Just busy, 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 as always. Yeah. Um, I'm actually um, the person who recommended this. Well, we're in a step challenge with everybody in my work oh okay um, and it's been a month and my knees are taking that like <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Joss um, Joss McQueen who recommended The Breakfast Club cheers Joss thank you Joss Cheers, Joss, and just so you know, I was about to walk here just for that challenge. <laughs> I was going to say, you are the worst person, the last person that I would want to get into a walking contest with, or anything like that, because he was just, he's one of the most determined little buggers that I ever yeah. know. Like, just wouldn't want me to win that just on the principle. Yeah. Like, he, he wouldn't go to sleep, so you just keep walking to avoid me winning. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't be doing that amount of that, that, yeah, that Grievance. Uh, <laughs> so it's, like, it's like the the Michael Jordan documentary, and it took that personally. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Put the challenge up. Let's see what you can do. <laughs> Got my tongue out, ready to chuck my dunks on. Um, so yeah, so that's what I've been doing Walking. this month. Um, finishes on Saturday night, so. Hopefully ah. a 40,000 day step for me on that day. It's going to be like the, the transfer dead, dead, dead one day. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's down to wire, everyone's checking the foods. He's always going to be on the phone each other walking. <laughs> <laughs> because you can see it, it's live. Ah, People right, yeah. update it yeah. quite often. So before yeah, I go to bed, I'll just take a wee check. Thank you. <laughs> so, right, so on to the Breakfast Club. Right, so let me take you back. So, this was released on the 7th of June, 1985. So, I was nine months old, eight months, nine months old. I was... Mm, uh, a year and a bit. May, June. So, 12, I'd say 15. <laughs> <laughs> 15 months, one day. Uh-huh. Old. There we go. Did you say the 12th? 7th. 7th, all right, all right. Oh, no, less than that. So we'll go back. So the song from that date that was number one was Paul Hardcastle 19. And it sounds a little bit like this. In 1965, Vietnam seemed like just another foreign war. But it wasn't. It was different in many ways. And so were those who did the fighting. In World War II, the average age of the combat soldier was 26. In Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. In Vietnam, he was 19. In Vietnam, he was 19. 19. The heaviest fighting of the past two weeks continued today, 25 miles northwest of Saigon. I wasn't really sure what was going on. So, I think this was the song that Man United fans were all over when they won their 19th title. Right. 
because I think 19 put them on the same as Liverpool Aye. and so they were like I'll cover it and there was um, this song that was playing out of the shop that mm. year that's the only reference I've got with uh, us. It's, I've never heard that before until I listened to that before this. Before I, this. I, yeah, I, I, so. don't, I don't know. I, I, I would have thought maybe it's later. It just, it just says their release, but they probably put that uh, Don't You Forget About Me song probably uh, right back in the charts. Oh, massively. Uh, this, uh, this movie um, just put that song on the map. Uh, it was made it in the Number one song <laughs> all over, and that was it's the biggest. heavily associated with it, isn't it? Yeah. Biggest hit for them? Is it, no, it's not Dire States, it's. Um, simple Minds? Simple Minds, yeah, Simple Minds. Is it? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And what I associate with a Tenants advert, is it either a Tenants advert or it's a, the, <coughs> like a Scottish Football Highlights programme, but I think mm-hmm. it's a Tenants advert. Mm-hmm. But there's a, I'm sure there's a few facts about they got they came onto the set. Um, to kind of see the filming and stuff like that and then they mm. somebody wrote the song and then gave it to Simple Minds to then make or sing oh really? Uh, it wasn't their song that they wrote so there we go right, wow. so that was their number one song so number one box office, box office movie in the US we'll go US first right, so <laughs> oh yeah you're right yeah five uh, like so there's 85. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Keith Keith Forsey and guitarist Steve Schiff, they wrote the song for Simple Minds and offered it to several other acts before Simple Minds agreed to record it. The mm-hmm. song was inspired by and used in The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. There you go. Breaking box office and the what's what's it? record chart. So anyway. US box office film 85. Oh, sorry, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, US box office oh, 85. Man, I'm shy, it's definitely us. Right, so, um... Is it a Spielberg one? It's not a Spielberg. <laughs> I'm trying to think it's an army-related. Platoon? No. Uh, I think that's about 94 or something. Uh, it's <laughs> so bad at this. Um, it's the, the actor wrote it. Uh, I don't think he directed it, but he was the main driving force. Schwarzenegger? No. Stallone? Yes. Stallone. Stallone's. Oh, Rambo. Rambo. First Rambo, Blood. First Blood. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. <coughs> he got off the back of that man. It was just yeah. madness. He got offered like 700,000 for his script. Or 70,000, I can't remember um, exact. But he turned it down because he was getting told that he wasn't going to act in it. And he said, right, actually, no, I'll do this myself. And he Did just that? absolutely smashed it. <laughs> so he did for Rocky as well, I believe. He was going to do that uh-huh. and then wanted want to be in it. Actually, I might have got it wrong. I mean, yeah. It must have been Rocky, actually. Right. No Rambo, right. sorry. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's still, still a great movie. Still great movie. <laughs> ah, that's still tremendous. Right, UK uh, number one box office, you just probably won't get this. Um, it was The Witness. So it's a film focused on a police detective, Harrison Ford, protecting an Amish woman and her young son who becomes a target after he witnesses a brutal murder in a Philadelphia train station. Classic 80s. Wow, yeah. So, yeah, there's not much in there that I've really kind of looked into. Never seen the film. Doesn't sound like something I would ever actually want to go and watch. But hey-ho. Hey-ho. There we are. Um, <laughs> yep, birthdays around that time, or birthdays on that day even. We had Dean Martin, 
Bergraus, Liam Neeson, and that is formerly known as Prince. Definitely. And right, Times Man of the Year, nineteen eighty-five. This one is quite difficult. Okay, is it right? It's I would say it was based on politics, but he's not a politician. I don't think. Okay. It's American based. So he's famous other profession. Mm, nah. Is it Neil Armstrong? No. Oh. I was thinking. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That was a good one. Um, I've never heard of him before. This. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Peter Uber Uberthon, who right. brought the Olympics to LA. And he got Times Man of the Year. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It used to be easy right. to get under now. Eh? Oh, <laughs> I wonder what he's done since then. <laughs> so the Olympics was 84. Yeah. So because it was such a big success, yeah, they got, uh, they got, they got him in 84. So they must give it out pretty early in the year then. Uh, it's, a, it's always American based, isn't it? Pretty much American magazine. Uh, I mean, like, times, I mean yeah. you're sell magazines too. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's it. Um, but they have given it more recently to kind of Sometimes they're just groups of people. Yeah, like, like you, a, you create Ukraine, Ukraine yeah. and then mm. like the Me Too movement and yeah. all that sort of thing. So it's kind of it is more international looking. Oh. Um, but remember, like America at this point is rah 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 at its peak, isn't it? Oh hell yeah, like, hell yeah. As we say, Rocky won to. <laughs> We're just listening USA. to uh, No easy way out on the way here. <laughs> and just rocking my Paul Green shorts. <laughs> Star Spangled Banners, boxers. Yeah, so, there you go. Um, so, yeah, so that's all the info facts that I've got for the 1985. Um, but this was, like I said, recommended by Joss and Ian, um, mm. our regular listeners. Mm-hmm. And we've got a nice wee voice note from. Ian McQueen and it goes a little bit like this so the breakfast club for me isn't because it was filmed in the 80s isn't because it has a good soundtrack Um, the film for me what makes it is about the school kids opening up to each other Um, the kids all very different kind of kids from all walks of life, forced to sit in the room together and they open up to each other gradually throughout the, the whole day. And that's what makes a film for me. I like how they realise that even though they're very different, they can actually relate to each other's like their fears um, their thoughts, what they think about what's ahead of them. Um, so, yeah, I just like how they were able to dig deep and open up about life, life in school, life at home, and what they're going to do afterwards. And that really, for me, makes a film, especially t- um, what's a lot of us could relate to when we were at school so yeah so yeah cheers for sending that voice note Ian yeah um, thank you uh, yeah, must have chewed on there for when we are kind of discussing this 
Oh, absolutely. Um, is it the first time you've seen it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, same, same as you. Same yeah. as me. It's one of those films that's been parodied to death, and all I knew oh. about it was the the kids walking down the, the American football fields and then punching the air at right. the end. Like, this has been Simpsons episodes and stuff like that. It's one of those ones where I was like, what's that from? And I was like, oh, it's from Breakfast Club, and now, now I see it. And I don't know, whenever I got that impression of, like, I, I, I didn't think that guy was going to be the type of person that Bender ends up being. Right. <laughs> I just thought. Uh, yeah, because I've yeah. seen that clip of everyone's a criminal, each one of us a criminal, each one of us this, each one of us that. And I thought it was going to be like, like he was actually like a great guy. He's one of the glue that keeps them together. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's yeah. not him that says that though. It's no, I, that I know it's someone else yeah. that said, but yeah. when he's walking down, uh, 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 I thought that character would be like, you know, yeah, I brought, yeah. brought us together, you know, yeah, I, yeah. we oh. saved the day kind yeah. of thing. It's like, this guy's an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, from, from even just the image of him, he's handing there, and you yeah. think, right, there's the hero. You're, we're going to we'll keep an eye on him. And yeah. I think more like, he's a, okay, like uh, it was like goodies or something, but they're actually all good together. Uh, uh, like, I don't know, like he, <laughs> he's just the worst person you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I went to high school with him, yeah, I didn't like him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's definitely <laughs> the biggest bully and everybody knows somebody that was like him in their year when they were oh, in yeah. school. Oh yeah. Um, and as adults. <laughs> he would be the one. He would be the one that see how like brave he is at the top of the hill. Uh, see if somebody was like off. They'd the um, invariably turn up after school at the bottom of the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd be the guy to bunk off school all day and turn up at the bottom of the bray at the end of the day. That's I'll do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, give, it, give it the fish pump. Yeah. Fuck you, school. <laughs> like, I was playing pitching, mate. <laughs> it's someone who feels more like like a special appearance rather than a normal pupil that comes every day. You oh, know? Hell yeah. It's like, oh my god, they're here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've never really been on my radar. Um, I think my mum definitely watched it and she's mentioned it to us a few times and stuff like that. But it's one of the films that you think you should watch or you think you should have been around it when you were growing up. But when would you ever really realistically sit down and watch these things? I think some older family member has to have voiced this on you. Yeah. Unless you're specifically kind of going back to films of that era or made mm. by the same people and yeah. maybe like you're an Emilio Estevez fan and you've just kind of went back and think, well, well how did he get? Huh. What, what, what was his first ones? Huh. Like? Is there any Emilio Estevez fans? <laughs> Why not? Shout out to the fan club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, but but that's like one reason you would... Yeah, awesome. definitely. I don't know. But it's 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 kind of it's kind of odd nowadays. Like um, when you're saying that because like say someone old has to introduce you to it, but because it's such yeah, there's a lot of teen movies out there. But this is such about the awkwardness or the, or the growing pains or the kind of like wait, being able to actually look outside yourself for for one minute and think that's another person. That's what you say you learn is like uh, when you're growing up. <laughs> it's not like I, that I like the, there's elements of this that are very 80s, right? Yeah. But there's elements that are not. Like, see, this being filmed in one location yeah. and not really relying on extra shots yeah. and extra fucking like scenes and, and things just to keep it busy or, or the, for there to be music 
all the time. Mm, yeah, like yeah. Inter- interludes and stuff like that. I mean, they, they do have a montage for fuck's sake, but. Um, I mean, it's the 80s, they do have a montage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a movie in the 80s. Even yeah. Rocky had the montage. <laughs> so, Rocky was a montage. <laughs> <laughs> they actually had a film in there. Exactly. <laughs> I love Rocky, he's a slapper, but I love And the conversation would like, it'd be one line, then it'd be, like, you know, a good like, two or three seconds before somebody responded, and there'd be a lot of yeah, empty yeah. space. Sometimes I found it like disjointed and a bit uh, hard to kind of get together. But don't know if you can. But it's different. It's different than their usual eighties, where they, where I think that they needed to have something happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Listen to the Goonies. There's people having conversations that are like not even the main conversation at the same time as the and main conversation happening. Each other, yeah. yeah, it's chaos. <laughs> I, is there a, is there a one second of that movie that's silent? With, no, no. Do you know what I mean? So. It, it didn't surprise me, not to jump ahead, but like, especially this guy directed Ferris Bueller as well, and it's just like, yeah, I, I definitely get But it's weird because Ferris Bueller is that almost, yeah. where. Yeah. But that's more Ferris's personality that fits that, that film where he. It's almost like he's actually, like, he needs to be entertained. Something crazy needs to be happening in his life at all times. But these people are just like, okay, well, let's dial it back a little bit. What about people are just like sh- sh- trapped in a room as, as you did, forced to speak to each other? Alright. They've made it more about their individual stories yeah. than the kind of the fun aspects that, that that you can really get in most 80s movies. Could you imagine a conversation? Most any of most of the conversations that happen in the Breakfast Club happening in a film like the Ferris Bueller. Just no. the time taken. To, <laughs> no. So yeah, that's what I mean. It's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Ferris is kind of he kind of is a couple of these characters where he thinks he is like above it all. Uh, or he's got people like his best friend I think George nailed down to, uh, I know your social club I know I know what type mm-hmm. of person you are and what type of good person you've been 30 years you know and like and, and that's what it is in this film when it's like you're going to grow up and do this and it's like no I'm not it's like yeah sure <laughs> like I think like uh, Bender's kind of like well, Ferris, like other people think of Ferris. <laughs> like, it's just because he's just the dick, he, does, he thinks he knows it all. Yeah. But Bender is just like the viewpoint other people have on him. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. oh, I like that, yeah. <clears throat> and like, just, they've got that look down on him, even though he's Mr. Popular and all that. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. I, you, I asked Connor Beaton today, mm-hmm. friend mm-hmm. of the podcast, fellow guest, somebody who's on the Discord. Oh, which by the way yeah, since we mentioned it good. sign up to the Discord if you don't have Discord sign up to it and jump on the Krusty channel there's a link in the show notes here uh, it's basically a, a kind of private WhatsApp group with, between us lot yeah. other Krusty guests and Give you former guests about and, the shows and, and we just chat about like specific movies the bear <laughs> any recommendations any yeah. feedback you've got on us and just and you're desperately trying to get a, a football themed. Nobody's <laughs> biting on that well, football can, theme, but I'll just yeah. keep Arsenal. <laughs> it's, just, yeah, it's just come on, good news. <laughs> you told me your last man standing, so your fantasy picks or stuff oh, like that. Don't so. get me started on that. Oh, oh. oh I seen uh, um, your nephew tonight. Matthew, uh, reminded him that he's ahead of me and he went yeah it's about 21 points or so isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what it is Paul <laughs> that's that's it, Matthew, that well played well played <laughs> Don't 21 or something me young man he keeps asking me for hints and tips and that and it's just like uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you all my points but Connor was saying that he likes the breakfast club he's one of his kind of favourite films of that type from that era mm-hmm. 
and then but he says it's, it's not got a patch on Ferris Bueller's day off and I'm yeah, like but yeah well, do you know it's the same director but he was like didn't even know that yeah so there you go uh-huh. um, and well one of the facts that I had for uh, later but uh, they filmed the same they filmed at the same time no way uh, in the same school. I think it is. No way! Yeah, yeah. Uh, they use the same school, so um, this could be a good, cool thing that he's yeah. just doing one scene in one room and then just ran next door and done the other scene in another. It's like a scene where they're running through the halls and then they just bump into uh, <laughs> the teacher saying, Miller? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they should have had, like, they should have had a crossover. <laughs> Another opposite thing is, like, Ferris is never in school, and these people are trapped in school. Yeah. So, yeah, again, it's the opposites, isn't it? So, this is what you missed out on. Darren, Darren, Darren. Right, Daz. First time I've seen it. First time Tarek's seen it. If anyone else here hasn't seen it, but they're listening to this podcast stupidly before they've seen The Breakfast Club, what is that about? Seven words, please. A therapy session disguised as a comedy. <laughs> nice. Okay, okay. Because uh-huh. all I've ever heard about this film is, ah, oh, it's so funny, oh yeah, it's such a good, and it's just like, no, these people are just like, <laughs> I was expecting almost it to be like a, also a Black Mirror episode where it's like, oh yeah, boom, and now all your problems are solved, and it's all a chip in your head, or it was like, uh, or a lot of people to come out, at the end, like a surprise party, but like, yeah. hey, you're all friends now, we did it. Darren, Darren, Darren. I think that's part of the problem, not with this film, but with me watching this film now, is I've been warped by so many twists and so many deeper meaning uh, TV programs and shows and yeah. movies that when it's just straight conversations and, and like this, it's like, is that it? Yeah. I was always suspecting I, like the you know the, the, the teacher character after the end of walking out he looks around and gives him like a knowing nod or something like that where it's mm, like he's got no arc at all is he? No, <laughs> he's just a <laughs> I, I think yeah if he made it like five minutes long where it's just like you know what Bender forget about coming for the next two months so you, you turn it around just, like, just a yeah, nice wee yeah, yeah. kind of <laughs> For what reason would you do that though? He's not part of any of these conversations. No. I don't know. He's just been literally chasing them around. So. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess just something to put a bow on it, but I, it's pretty good the way it is. I, I, uh-huh. I changed it too. I never laughed. What? <laughs> well, sorry, I might have sniggered when yeah. that basketball scene. <laughs> and, and that was probably the, the only smile moment that I got. Do you Maybe think because. <laughs> I'm quite hard on comedies at the best right, of time. Right. Um, and yeah. And because and I've got a wee like warped mind as well. There's, right, no, yeah. there's no. Yeah, it's too, it's too I, clean. It's, it's not that I, I, I expected most wittiness. I was expecting kind of dumb name calling. That's what it is oh. from teenagers. Yeah, it's well, just yeah, like. Yeah. I'm going to call you this and then I'm going to call you that and then oh, you're stupid and then you're stupid. Another thing I struggled with is see a lot of their insults they, they were delivered like they were killer blows and ah. it's like I've heard that on my life mate what are you talking about? <laughs> like I stopped saying that when I was six. That's a term of love. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? Like, like you know like the turn, turn the thing upside down 
And like you oh, said, yeah. yeah, they start eating my shorts and all that. <laughs> I mean, like, are these? I know where eat my shorts comes from, right. but are, I mean, if the if this movie invented half that stuff, mm. fucking amazing. Huh. But if they are just like putting their finger up to the air, what are the kids saying just now? <laughs> oh. right, and putting them all in, then oh my god, it shows. I, I know there's a, there's a bit of like ad libbing allowed in the film. There's right. some specific trivia about that, so maybe they just let the them kind of let loose and think, what, what are people saying now? So they went, all the actors, or a couple of the actors, went back to high school for mm. like a month or so. To, uh, to, <laughs> to, to, to get a to get a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, so you're, you're like 29, right? You're going back to high school. <laughs> going high school. high school. Nowhere near your kids. Right? That's so, that's so Bender, how, how old is Emilia Estevez in this movie? Oh, I think he's. Anyway, what age is she? And Bender, he was 23. I think. Sorry, this is not an undercover boss. 24. You know, he's a very man to back in. 24. And apparently, he made loads of good friends. <laughs> and they didn't want him to leave while well, he was doing his. Can you imagine, yeah, 24 year old Bestia is just. You got the, you got the homework. Yeah. It's not a man. Shop. Shop and fancy pitch it. I'm top boy here, man. And top boy for this year is Bender. <laughs> I'd be fucking raging. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there were between 16 and 24, I think that's their ages. Yeah. So um, the, the... Yeah, Emilia Estevez was 23. Uh-huh. <coughs> so the youngest boy um, was... Oh, Christ, I'm terrible with their names. Brian. Um, Brian, the geeky boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was 16 when this when it started, and apparently he took a massive growth spurt. And he, he was bigger than the other guys at that time. It was only filmed for like four or five months as well. Yeah, it's actually quick. There's not all locations. It seems a lot considering what it is, but yeah, Yeah. I suppose. Uh, And uh, (laughs) the budget for this was like a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and did it make it took 50? 50. Yeah, 50. 50. Yeah, 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 50. A film where it's just character is so character Especially for a, a John Hughes director, is it John Hughes? Uh, I think yeah. He's uh, second one, second movie that mm-hmm. he's directed. And then he went immediately to do well, release, you said it's the same time, but yeah. um, Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller. And, and, a, and a few others, which I'll go into later. How did you feel, because uh, the only other movie you've really done in this type would be Dazed and Confused. So yeah. So I had a, I, had a, I thought, you, I thought you were about to say um oh what was the skateboarding one? Uh, oh mid nineties. Mid nineties, I thought you were about to say that. No, no. that's still mid nineties. <laughs> do you mean in terms of the time? In terms of the time uh, yeah, time time frame it's very different. It has a lot of it's over a course of like a full 
Some doing of, uh, uh, doing a cycle and everything like that, and it's those locations and there's people like, oh, I'm going to jump in your car now, or I'm going to stick back at the arcade, or we're all going to meet up here. Mm. Like you get a real big mix. So go to the house to get this. Older. Is, is the Disney confused still a high school thing? Oh, of course that it is. is. Yeah, yeah. Leaving high school and yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking more around the language that they were using and stuff like that because, yeah, I, I think Disney confuses more ways, more. I think so, yeah. It's yeah. funny, like, as it fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> from these two to be compared as comedies, Days and Confused takes it for me. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. That's more, I definitely laughed a lot more. What's funnier? What's funnier? And yeah. that, that ends up like a football field as well, doesn't it? Yeah, you're right. Ah, you're there right. you go. Because so. that's just such a American yeah. steeple, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. Um, American flag flying in the background. <laughs> I'm at Dundee Beer Fest and I'm with Krusty's Third Nipple. My favourite film to have with a beer is Police Academy. Which Police Academy? Oh, it might be Miami Beach. It might be Miami Beach. Miami Beach? Miami Beach with the alligator and Commandant Lassard, etc, etc, etc. All over it. Um, I did have a point I'm going to make twice now. I did a couple of times. Anyway, I'll go back. Right, so, cast. Emilio Estevez. Yes. Anything to say? Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Flying V. Yeah. Oh, Flying V. Flying V. Um, so he's the coach in that. Uh, I think I first came out to Emilio Estevez was this Men be- at Work. Was it Men at Work? Uh, Mighty Ducks is definitely my first Emilio uh, Estevez. Yeah. My, my, but my overriding memory of Emilio Estevez isn't even of Emilio Estevez. Hmm. It's um, is that the night, night of the Rock Spray. Right. Okay. Have you seen that? No. No. Um, Alright, okay. Well, me and my mate Scooby fucking love this movie. <laughs> I think it's the Night of the Rocks, Brett. I think it is. Oh man. You love it so much you can't even remember yeah, the Yeah, well, I've not seen it. Go phone Scooby. And it's um, one of these really stupid comedies. Two guys are uh, trying to get into nightclubs. Right. And one of them is. Um, well, they've kind of got a wee stick between each other. And one shouts, Emilio! <laughs> and the other guy goes, Emilio! <laughs> and then they look at each other and go, Emilio Estevez! Yeah. <laughs> That's how I, I know that more than I know of Emilio <laughs> Estevez. <laughs> so, there you go. Ah. That's, that's all I've got to say about Emilio. <laughs> so me and Scooby used to go, Emilio! Paul Gleason as Richard Vernon. He is mm. the, the the teacher. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's in Die Hard. Is he up? He's the police chief, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, another character who's just exists to kind of... I, I guess he was a typecast, but just to be the, the span of the works. Because uh-huh. it's uh-huh. the, I forget his name, but it's the other actual like officer that's helping yeah. like, Bruce Willis the whole time. And it's like this guy's trying to 
could be the wedge in between. It looks like he's been in like every 80s movie though, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. yeah, absolutely. You could put him in the 80s to 90s. And he'd yeah. fit right in, yeah. There's oh, a lot of kind of Him in ice and his suit. Exactly. Has he changed? The parents of the Isles, they don't know nothing. Was he in Ferris Bueller as well, just because he was in the same building? Just like, might be the dad, I don't know. See if he's the one Ferris Bueller. Anthony Michael Hall, he's Brian Johnson. The, the, right. the brain brought the flare gun that was used as a suicide attempt. Heavy man, I mean, I know, I know. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of big, big th- talking points in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Just like, right, I don't. That, that's been quite thrown away. Just yeah. that, that line. Even the, the, the joke about abuse. And oh, where, where he says that um, they're going to just close the door, we'll all have a go on her. Well, no, that, oh, right. no, that, 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 that is what, yeah. That is pretty bad as well, yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's the, you know, the, the so-called weird-looking girl. Um, and she jokes that she was um, touched by her therapist. Oh, all that, all that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, just, just as you edge, throw that away, yeah. Jeez, man. <laughs> I mean, if this was, if it was remade today, <laughs> Yeah, what type of stuff would get we'd be able to get kept in? And like, yeah. see the bit where Bender's under the table. Yeah, no, 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 that's no, it's gone, is it? That's very eighties as well, isn't it? Where it's just the so something like it tends to be quite creepy, but it's like at the time you're like, well, that's weird, but no question ever. Now it's yeah. like, Ugh. but at the time in the eighties, do you think people were getting away with that? Absolutely. So it was right for the time. All the, all, 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 the, all the kind of wordings, all the languages that they're using. Yeah. Um, like, so. Yeah, like the. Targets and. Yeah, it like does, does drop that. Oh, start. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's loads of other wee, wee things that are kind of. Yeah. <coughs> that would have been getting used around those times. So. Yeah. I've kept I guess it, they've they've kept kept it for a reason where it is kind of very emotionally immature teenagers who are, are troublemakers and it's like there's more of a reason to use that than just like they're not using it to kind of shock people or right. offend like an audience I think it's more just yeah I'd probably buy Bender saying something messed up yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just to get a rise out of people that's uh, that's what it is isn't it he just right. wants the, the attention so right Bender was played by Judd Nelson um, Molly Ringwald played Claire Standish. Oh, and right, hold on, don't look, don't look, don't look. Okay, right. She is in. Oh, oh, drumroll, uh, please. Are you taking? Have we seen her? We've seen her. And we've we've seen her. And something that we're about to review oh. after this. Oh no way! She is in the bear. No, no way. way! Yes way. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Trying to rack your brains. Give him a season skipper. <laughs> well, well, you've only seen three episodes, yeah. and you've seen her. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> is she like what? a cameo? Is she like one of the customers or something? Nah, yeah. nah. <laughs> oh, the food inspector, right? No, oh, I, I thought I thought that because it seems like very similar. Good one, because I seen that she was in the bed. Is she got right here in the bed? I think so. <laughs> Didn't really. It is kind of a blink and you miss her car- character. <laughs> really, that is 
brilliant. Oh, oh, is she at the aim? Yes. And she she's the lady telling oh, the story. The yeah. moderator. Yeah. And she's the one that's saying, um, well, if you've Keep got any to toxic. Clean. Yeah. If you, and if you've got any toxic in your life, get rid of it. And yeah. then it cuts the yeah. glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so there we go. I think wow. I might have been saw that I put a couple of actually years on it I caught it the fin inspector. Things could have went downhill after that. Well, ben did just say in the future you're gonna get really fat and ugly. <laughs> By the way, we make out of the end. <laughs> 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 and uh, Ali Sheedy plays Alison Reynolds. I'm yeah, sure we'll get to it, but I've got a lot to say about that relationship. That is a toxic relationship. Right from the start. <laughs> oh, I, I watched um, I, Tonya recently. Okay. Talk about toxic relationships, man. I, Tonya? What's it? Oh, I, Tonya is um, the kind of true story based on a true story but this figure scale mm. in America mm. in Paradise. the it's real story. late 80s, yeah. 90s, late 80s, early 90s and she is like by her own words trailer trash and but she she's the first American woman to land the triple the triple axle and but she doesn't fit the part so she's like landing triple axles but somebody else is winning who's like America's sweetheart and um, so they, they're placed as rivals in the press, but they're actually pals. Someday, like, because it's toxic relationships, toxic family, toxic people around them. This, this, yeah. uh, this uh, American sweetheart ends up getting a fucking bat into the, to the leg just before the uh, Olympic trials. Breaks her leg. What? Yeah. <laughs> Two story, yeah. Right, anyway. Right. Toxic relationships. Yeah. <laughs> and she, and she gets beat up by her mum all her life and then gets beat up by her husband, all their relationships. And so th- that's what I'm thinking. Tonya and whoever the con is, that's day two. Right. Later on. <laughs> she becomes a figure skater. A figure skater. Well, yeah, after yeah, living yeah, together. It's almost like when I was watching, I was thinking, well, this is just how Bender's pins met. I was thinking, I don't well, want to just put him in a box because it does seem like, you know, there's a happy ending, but yeah. it feels like, I don't think all the issues were addressed and it feels like he is just the type of person to, to, to come in that vicious cycle to be like his, his dad. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, but, the, but you see I, glimpses... I hope, I hope not, but like, you know, I was thinking, yeah, like this is just how his dad would have behaved all those years uh. ago. I say, I'm not like my dad, I'm going to do this. Yeah, may- maybe Claire's the person to bring the good signal home. Let's right. say that. Maybe. Yeah. Just uh, somebody to care for him. More mm-hmm. actually, show the, the yeah. warm heart. But just like, when they were arguing, it's like, uh, I hate you, oh well, good. It was just like, that's, I bet he had that a million times growing right. up. So. Yes, definitely. Right, darling. <laughs> yeah. Tell me your favourite scene in The Breakfast Club. This was a tough one. I think there's like uh, there's this. As I said there's just like a lot of talking in this film, and I guess the the, the main thing you would you'd want to shine a light on is that big kind of group bonding session at the end. That mm-hmm. is, I, I think it might be like the easy choice, but it is when people through the whole movie, everyone's had their guard up mm-hmm. in different ways and for different reasons, and then that's when and it quite like uh, is kept like. Not really a mystery, but like, why the reason are you here? Well, no, at the beginning, it's like, shut up. <laughs> but at the end, it's like, no, there's just, there's emotional outpouring. 
Mm. Like, oh, I, I'm here because with, with, with the flare gun, or I'm here, a troublemaker, or uh, I, I acted out because I'm getting really stressed about this like wrestling mm. stuff and my, my parents and stuff like that. And then, or I've no place else to go. No place else to go. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just an escape. Uh. So. Yeah, I, I, it's it's just this this the scene sort of the trivia like they're just around to kind of like, just where they're all sitting, and just, like, yeah, uh, yeah just sitting they're all around. Yeah. and yeah, this is like what the movie is about is what it gets to where it really is all of them just kind of exposing exposing the, the true selves to each other mm. and this this is all sunshine and rainbows either they like, they really do argue and say like well. I, they all try on their high horse, not all of them, a couple of them try on their high horse about, well, if you feel we're seen with me and your friends would laugh and stuff like that, and then Ben was like, no, it wasn't. But then it's like, no, you would, your parents, your parents, your friends would make fun of you too. Yeah, no, mm. because Claire's in the most, we're, we're led to believe she's in the most popular group. Yeah, so yeah. So her right. peers are most likely to laugh at other people. Mm. Yeah, but and also. So what are they going like, to say about Bender or somebody who, like, wears that and. Doesn't but Bender is that outsider that's poking fun of everybody if he's in that popular clique what are his friends going to say exactly he's sold out you know yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's left us he's betrayed us kind of thing so yeah what I like about that scene is they've all got their, their kind of individual boxes their yeah, gate, yeah. Uh, popular kind of the um, what's he classified as the jock. crime the criminal yeah. the jock and, and within that scene all these boxes are kind of taken away and yeah. they're all just yeah. they're all just one individual <laughs> teenagers that are mm. still going through a lot of shit and nobody knows what shit they're going through so it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a perfect <laughs> point where you're actually getting to see him mm. um, and each person's getting to see the other person for, for just what they are just another human yeah. being that's going to they've taken away all that shine of their friends anything like that now we can actually be Similar to each other, even though they're not. And I like it, this film really puts spotlight on like the, the pressures of friendship. Mm. You, like you always have to go along with what your friends say in, in, in high school or in social groups. They're like you don't want to be that one that's like the odd one out. And so they're actually closer all these opposite people than the people they're more similar to. Mm. Uh, by the end of the way, I would imagine the they've said stuff to each other in that room that they haven't and would yeah. never say to their friends. Never in a month, yes, yeah. And all because they've just had the tension. It's always easier to share your problems with a stranger, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. For that yeah. reason. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't have to see them or, or know them that well or they don't. But you didn't want somebody to see you, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's easier, right? Uh, no, that's a good I've team. got the same one. I've got the same one. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I've also put that. You know, it's important when there's like a monologue and there's like there's somebody <laughs> stirring music in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so when Estevez is given his, yeah, uh, yeah, you got you got the musical accompaniment. So it's like, yeah, this is important. But everybody, you better listen. Yeah. <laughs> but still, everything you're saying, I'm not taking the piss. That is because I was generally <laughs> interested in because everybody's like. It was kind of shocking in a way how everybody got there. Yeah. Why mm. everybody was chosen to be there. It wasn't like your standard, oh, I, I expected Brian to say he cheated. No, he fucking did. <laughs> said yeah. he'd take his own life. I don't know, okay. Well, that, was a, ah, that was a massive problem. Get to detention. Exactly. <laughs> so wait to shit. But yeah, it's, it's, this, this guy needs help. Send him a detention. <laughs> I, mean, I guess they don't know why he. <laughs> I guess they don't really know why he had the gun, just that it just went they off randomly. So. Yeah, yeah, that could be the case. Do you guys know what uh, what I did to get in here? I taped Larry Lester's buns together. 
That was you? Yeah, you know? Yeah, I know. Well, then you know how hairy he is, right? Well, when they pulled the tape off, most of his hair came off and some, some skin, too. Oh, my God. So the bizarre thing is, I did it for my old man. I tortured this poor kid because I wanted him to think that I was cool. He's always going off about, you know, when he was in school, all the wild things he used to do. And I got the feeling that he was disappointed that I never cut loose on anyone, right? So I'm, I'm sitting in the locker room and I'm taping up my knee. And Larry's undressing a couple lockers down from me. And he's kind of, he's kind of skinny, weak. And I started thinking about my father and his attitude about, about weakness. And the next thing I knew, I, I jumped on top of him and, and started wailing on him. And my friends, they just laughed and cheered me on. And afterwards, when I was sitting in, in, in Vernon's office, all I could think about was Larry's father and Larry having to go home. And, and explain what happened to him. And the humiliation, fucking humiliation he must have felt. It must have been unreal. I mean, how do you, how do you apologize for something like that? There's no way. It's all because of me and my old man. Well, it's, it's great when he kind of says the flare gun and he's so kind of broken, but then just one person just has a wee snigger yeah. and that just totally, that's what you want for, from your friends, just kind of like, right, yeah, I'm, I'm really low and then they just kind of say something, yeah, but a flare gun, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I know just, uh, you just had to set your clothes on, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're asking for help. It's always funny, though, it's like, <laughs> how'd you get your hands on a flare gun? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's, I imagine this family's got a bolt like that. Yeah, but well, no, didn't he? Didn't um, Bender say, like, actually, this is a quite funny bit when he's poking on how perfect his life is, and he's like monologuing on, like, between different family members. Yeah, it's never sound so good. Hey, son, I'm going to take you fishing at the weekend. Yeah. Like, see when they go fishing, they've got a flare gun. Ah, yeah, 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 definitely. yeah, they definitely got ah. a flare gun on that boat. Hundred percent. Well, not anymore. 
Confiscate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad's like, oh, I really need this fucking flag. Exactly. I'm fucking hate you. I've always hated you. I hope you die. It'd be funny if the teacher at the end of it just went, you know, I've had enough. You just lo- loads the flare gun. Do <laughs> <laughs> you get Black Mirror? Old hot fuzz and everybody just makes up. Right, so my anything favorite. different? Yeah, right. Um, so I went with um, where Bender is in the in the wee room. He's been punished because he'd kind of run away and all that jazz. Um, and then the teacher came in and starts square going on. So the way I the way I see it was. Um, Bender's always had this the big gravitas within the room because he's the bully and he he wants to be kind of big the big big man all the yeah, time. Yeah. Um and because of the way that he's been treated by his uh, his dad that you hear about and you've got cigarette lighters put mm-hmm. on him and everything, you see how he he really reacts when an adult goes at him. And when he's in the room he's just kinda of covers down. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how his pers- that's how his persona just absolutely gets knocked. As soon as an <coughs> older person starts going at him, he, was, he just reverts back to his childhood state because yeah. he's going through yeah. that at home. So you actually get a really good kind of insight into why Bender's Bender mm-hmm. with him actually with a teacher having to go, and what prick of a teacher yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, for even doing that. Um, he, nail, he, a he nails him on the line um, don't take Bender as like an example of somebody you should be <laughs> mm. waiting till you see him in five years mm. wow that's cutting oh, <laughs> exactly nah, it's home because uh, Bender knows kind of shit, like, I'm going to be a fucking I'm going to be a general like mm. if you keep telling someone like Bender you're going to be nothing you're going to be nothing what's it going to be like you can't mm-hmm. he hears that enough at home like he and obviously he's, he's Especially Nelson from from <laughs> Simpsons oh, as well. Absolutely. But, but if you give him like a chance, then just that you might actually right. like. I was I was kind of hoping that they were going to come in and he was actually going to speak to him and well actually I don't know build up but no I, I think the way that he went at him kind of tells you more about his character. And see, how see when he left and he like he, he, he was like oh he, he threw something it's like you've like that's probably him when he went back he goes back to his room and it's just like. Next time I'm going to do this, or mm. should just done that, or so. Although it's a hard scene, well, um, it was definitely one of the ones that stood out for me. Either. That's the last time, Bender. That's the last time you ever make me look bad in front of those kids. Do you hear me? I make thirty-one thousand dollars a year, and I've got a home, and I'm not about to throw it away on some punk like you. But someday, man, someday. When you're out of here and you've forgotten all about this place and they've forgotten all about you and you're wrapped up in your own pathetic life, I'm going to be there. That's right. And I'm going to kick the living shit out of you, man. I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt. You threatening me? What are you going to do about it? You think anybody's going to believe you? You think anybody is going to take your word over mine? I'm a man of respect around here. They love me around here. I'm a swell guy. You're a lion sack of shit. And everybody knows it. Oh, you're tough. Hey, hey, come on, come on. 
Get on your feet, pal. Let's find out how tough you are. I want to know right now how tough you are. Come on. I'll give you the first punch. Let's go. Come on. Right here. Just take the first shot. Please. I'm begging you. Take a shot right here. Come on. Just take one shot. That's all I need. Just one swing. That's what I thought. You're a gutless turd. Mm -hmm. Right, we'll stick with you, Tarek. What's your, what was your worst scene? Oh, jeez. I'm getting high. Yeah, right, yeah, right, so... <laughs> yeah. We've all had a past. Dance on detention. Dance on detention. Kim, you're no longer top boy. Yeah. I grew up in Douglas. I'm <laughs> <laughs> friends with your dad. Um, so when you get high, you don't just start dancing about. No, that's what you feel. That's what you feel. Dancing, man. It's like, it's like do you know watch your room scream so loud that the glass breaks? <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, never, never, never seen that. What the never hell, man? No. no. When he comes, when he just comes out of the room and he's just hands in the air, hey, you ready? It's like, oh, I have seen. Come on, man. Like, um, I don't know, somebody, he doesn't strike me as somebody who smokes a lot, right. maybe his first time. Sometimes that can trigger people into thinking this is what I should be like and it does something to me. Oh yeah, it's like oh, people have yeah. for the first time, oh I'm so drunk, oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah. Them, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh. <laughs> and they've just been spiked with water the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Andy's like uh, he's a, he's an athletic guy. He's, he's like a wrestler. So he, he, he but still Could hated be. that. Hated oh. <laughs> Vault in the bookshelves and that. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> sit down. Sit down. This is what <laughs> took me away. This what took me like four months because they just had to like fall over stuff and jump yeah. and crash yeah. through the the ceiling and all this silly stuff that's, uh, that's exactly that yeah. if we were, we were with him we'd be sitting back and saying go and send him for the munches oh exactly <laughs> he's got that energy going to <laughs> he's going to the shop yeah. <laughs> send him to the fast fruit shop but apparently this, there was only meant to be Claire that was dancing in the mm. scene Oh, I'm not sure if it was this scene or no, it's later on the scene dance. Dance. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll tell Pi about it anyway. So, right. so she was meant to be dancing and she was too shy to do it without all the rest of them. So she spoke to the director mm. and said, right, okay, we'll get everybody dancing. And then that's where you get the iconic scene of them kind of doing the wee yeah. marching. Yeah. The one that Darren put in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sign up. Sign up. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mine's is the same. But I thought then, who, who was the best dancer? Oh, jeez, man. Oof. I kind of... Oh, fuck, I forgot her name. Uh, the darker girl. Yeah, yeah, Alison. <laughs> she I was just going nuts. Okay, dug her a wee bit. But then... Oh, um, what class is best dance? The nerds, like, he, 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 was, he was pretty good. And obviously there's that iconic gif with the he spenders glasses, the sunglasses, uh, and he does that. <laughs> he puts yeah. it on and he's like, oh, cool. I, I like him the most. He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, definitely. Uh, right, Daz, what scene? <clears throat> well, it's, it's like that scene where, like, again, Bender's just uh, running down people, like, the, the social club, just getting, getting right into their soul. And he goes into, to, uh, what's the, the, the red-haired girl's Claire. name? Claire. Claire. 
I just, it's good. It gets, it gets like the, it goes to the jugular. It's just like, well, yeah, you think you're, you think you're special. You know, some people are, are born fat, but you're just gonna grow up and be fat and useless. And it's just like, like when you said to Brian, it's just like, oh yeah, your athletic endeavors might not lead to a fulfilling life. It's like, it's not bad, you know? Or it's just like, you're useless, you're horrible, no one likes you, you have no real friends, I just, I just hate you so much. I just, it goes on for like 10 minutes. It was just like, <laughs> it's that age-old pulling the girl's hair that you fancy type mentality that he's got. But he does, he does kind of, he's envious of her. But everyone else is like, just more kind of community. You talk about like with with Brian and the, the parents' voices and stuff yeah. like that. It's like oh, okay, yeah, he's being so he's taking the mic, but it's just like this. It's like really, really bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, okay. Yeah, you, you like her though, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> See, like, yeah, in 10 years' time, like, they're, they're uh, together, two kids down the line, uh, and she's like, put on a couple of pounds because, like, that's what like, can happen. Oh, get older. Yeah. And he's like, told you. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, um, I'll go with my first, uh, my, my only favourite quote. I mean, it's pretty shit, but. It's uh, Emilio Estevez, who his character's name is Andrew Clark. He said, I kind of chimes to what Ian said at the start of one of his points that the kids are different, but when they open up, they're all kind of have yeah. the same foibles. And it's we're all pretty bizarre. Some of us just are better at hiding it, that's all. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that's, yeah. I mean, I could have went with one of the jokes and that, but I think that is sums up. <laughs> what the film's getting at. Ah, yeah. 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 There's people in the film that are just outwardly are bizarre if you look at them, but the other ones you have to really kind of dig into. Mm-hmm. And that's what the film does. It's good that it came from him, because he's one of the, like, you know, he's a jock, he's uh, yeah. pretty, like, first time at detention, you'd think. And right. um, for him to, to say that quite early on, to be fair, mm-hmm. um, yeah, shows that it's on the right track. Yeah, fair enough. Done. Yeah, a lot of stuff. But that's what was one of mine. But um, yeah, uh, <laughs> this is one of Ben's special lines that made me laugh. It's like um, so they're saying like, oh, uh, Claire calls him out and basically says that, well, if you, you, I think you're scared to join the club. I think you're scared to open up and like half right or like no people is like I, was like I I know it's I know it's pretty bad it's like it's like I don't know uh, I don't know any lepers either but I'm not joining their fucking club <laughs> 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 and it was one of those ones I was like yeah that's pretty good someone uh, did good yeah, there, right? yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> like I get that like, there's some books you can't judge by the cover <laughs> <laughs> I've got one favourite line after the one that I said. Yeah. Um, and it's the teacher where he's actually having a go at Bender. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, I rewound it. I was like, it's what, did, what did he just say? <laughs> it's all changed, didn't it? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, I've heard, I've heard the insult as well, but he's like, older, it's like, I'll knock your dick stiff. It's like, yeah. what? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Can I get that on tablet phone? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't get what you mean. <laughs> Welcome to Crossy Third Nipple. My name is Ian. 
and my favourite Sunday afternoon movie is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Great film. Why? Quite a few things. Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman work really well together. Um, Alan Rickman, obviously, as the sheriff of Nottingham. He was, he, he was allowed to just do what he want. Uh, he just made it his own. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I've got a thing for Brian Adam. Everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> what thing have you got for Brian Adams? <laughs> this song. This song. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's my guilty pleasure. I know that um, in this new series of movies that we're doing, we're not, we've kind of got rid of the what's aged the best and the worst about movies missions. Yeah. But given this was made, what, 30 years ago, then I think it's quite. Do you have some unpopular uh, opinions? as well unpopular uh, opinions yeah did you say if, if I can just uh, huh? do that yeah do that yeah, like any that. that crossover I, I, what I've got to say then um, right, right, yeah. go one of them uh, uh, it's probably the main one actually where I said Bender is very unlikable despite all the like the empathy I do have from him and the second one is I don't like the trope of the the nerd was beautiful the whole time yeah. you see that goth girl and it's like Oh well, you can have my pink dress, put your hair back, and wow, you know it's just yeah. like, uh-huh. and the whole it kind of goes kind of intuitive, but the whole film's like a bit different, but it's okay. Mm. Exactly. By the way, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we're just gonna give it like a whole makeover so you're presentable, uh-huh. uh, so we can like you know, just <laughs> like she, yeah. She fought against that. <clears throat> she didn't want to be oh, uh, the makeover. Yeah. Um, she lost. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. exactly. I really dislike she, that she could still be the same person but huh. I, I didn't think that well, that was one of the issues her, her look or style I know she like. had a curious <laughs> sense of humour yeah. she had a crazy dress sense and that but both these things I, I quite liked how like, opposite uh, Brian and uh, her, her were he's very like you know kind of straight laced and stuff like that she was a bit odd and it's like Melee kind of makes her almost dress the same as Claire. It's a bit, bit weird. You know, he look, kind of quote unquote loses Claire uh-huh. and then tries to make someone else look exactly like her. Yeah. <laughs> just see, even, see, until that moment, did well, until maybe Claire kissed Bender in the, in the cupboard or whatever that yeah. was. Mm. It was unclear who was going to go with who, wasn't that? Really? If, if they were ever going to. Or do you think that no, Claire no, and Bender I think, were I think always. Claire and Bender were always kind of. There was. Right. Because there was that many kind of lines of dialogue between the two of them. But Amelia Estefez needed somebody and they needed a reason. Ah, kind of, yeah. But like, uh, to be fair, I didn't see them two getting together. So as soon as, right. like... That, that one kind of caused a wee bit more. As soon as Bender said, oh, yeah, I'm going to smoke some weed, and then Claire just got up and sprang, I was like, yeah, they're together. Right? Uh, <laughs> it would be much better if she didn't get the makeover and share that with Brian. Yeah? Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. There could be, like, it kind of... It's kind of outside the film, I suppose, but like kind of challenge the, the, his parents just to kind of almost accept someone who's a bit yeah. different. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, I don't know. Again, mm-hmm. it's a trauma that was yeah. really big at that time, so some things are unavoidable. Uh, as opposed to Claire, who's taking home the dickhead. Just yeah. Just to give the middle finger to their parents. I did like, I mean, to be fair, Estevez did say, 
Oh, I can see your face now. And that's good. Yeah. Because yeah. like, you're inherently beautiful. Yes. Yeah. If I see more of your face. But, but did he <laughs> see her making the snow on the fucking <laughs> paper that she drew? <laughs> no, he didn't. No. Did you, not, did you not see that? Did you not pick up on it? No. She, drew, she drew a nice uh, wintery picture. Uh huh. And then shook her head to get her dandruff out uh, to make the snow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no, I didn't feel that. <laughs> what do you make of her? What do you make of her? Culinary habits. Oh. Or sandwich. Yeah. Um, what is that she puts on? Is it crisp or cereal? A cereal. Because crisp, yeah. I'm kind of on board with cereal. Yeah, crisp, crisp, crisp absolutely. Right. I would, I would do mm. crisp roll all day, yeah. every day. <laughs> um, wouldn't miss my crisps, but yeah, I would, I would yeah. want it. But is it cereal she puts on it? It's cereal she puts on it, and then she munches on it. I don't know. I've, and loads of sugar. I've sugar, sugar bread. I've had a sugar, sugar oh, toast. Have you? Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's nice. Christ, man, I want it. Man, we'd go to bananas, and bananas just go. Oh, just make whatever, and me and my brothers would go through. Of course, you go with sugar. Exactly. So this is what you toast bread. Toast bread, uh, toast and butter, and just loads of sugar on it. So <laughs> oh, just, they did this while they put the. Come on, it was about six or seven at the time, but they yeah. did this while they I like bread, I like sugar. Things <laughs> <Sugar laughs> <bread>. They <laughs> had this cooking where they got the illegal VHS collection playing movies on it, and they ran back to the audience and started. Start. <laughs> See, obviously, Breakfast Club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you lied. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's not a concoction that would put um, cornflakes on a roll. Nah. Nah. It's more Rice Krispies, actually, she had, right? Well, if it, if it had to be, would it be Frosties? Frosties. Frosties would be, yeah. but that's sugary. Yeah. You, you guys don't like sugar on Yeah, I know, I know, I know what I just said, yeah. <laughs> Cheerios or something like <laughs> that. Oh, nice texture with the Cheerios. Right, oh, well, let us know. Post something <laughs> on Discord. Discord, yeah. <laughs> then create what? a channel, yeah. Which yeah. are all just snacks. Worst yeah. phone, uh, food, phone, food combinations. Um, I've had tomato sauce on tomato sauce. Right, Chat TVT says, age best about the Breakfast Club, universal themes, strong performances, mm. realistic dialogue, <laughs> iconic soundtrack, time message, minimalist setting, John Hughes's direction, cultural impact, and nostalgia. Yeah, that kind of hits yeah. as well. I, I didn't want to I bring up the... Divulge, uh, I can go in deeper than any of these if you want. I did want to bring up the music as, as well. Mm-hmm. Also, we said that at the start, but that just puts you right in that 80s field, doesn't it? And oh, yeah. It's, it's right there. It's what everyone would have been listening to at the, at the time, so it doesn't feel odd or out of the... <coughs> out of mm. the zone is going for yeah no that's definitely yeah and then um, what anything to add to that I mean well I've, I've still kind of got the the old quotes the way's best and mine was the relatability of how much your parents can fuck you up <laughs> <laughs> no comment <laughs> oh, I love that <laughs> What is age the worst? Stereotypes, gender and diversity, the use of slurs and offensive language, representation of authority figures, basically they're one-dimensional and unsympathetic. Yeah. Although it does put the janitor in this, and I don't think the janitor was (laughs) one-dimensional, he kind of had a bit about him, didn't he? Yeah. Um, He's kind of like that more wise figure that never grew, grew better. 
despite having, like you think, uh, a job with a worse standing than the other guy, the other guy's leading the worst, the, like, the teacher's leading the worst life. Yeah. He's yeah. just kind of, uh, yeah, he's just cynical, he just hates everyone, mm-hmm. everyone's really bitter. And the other guy's just like, listen mate, I've seen these kids come and go, yeah. they'll be fine. Like, you, you don't have to worry what, what the kids got, what they're gonna be like, they'll mm-hmm. figure it out. And then the next, the next, the next ones are totally of today's age, like the lack of LGBTQ plus representation, <laughs> depictions of. I don't think every movie about a group of people needs to have somebody who's fucking black, somebody well, who's Asian, somebody. No. But this is one of the things. I mean, Chat GPT just scours the internet for yeah. the people of Britain. I see one of those things actually it's the the best that I forgot about there. It's like this eighties, but it talks about mental health. Like people are sitting down. Everyone say like, oh, there's a bit of stigma story, but like, there's probably that. Well, that's the next like, one. Is they say they picks it, like they mention it, but they, they don't deal with it as well as the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, but still, come on, it's the eighties. Yeah, but, like, I again, agree. Like, ah. People sitting down and just saying like, I, I, I like the the kids. The kids was like, I feel so much pressure. Mm-hmm. The so much pressure. I mean, I don't think that's really talked about. I think it's a definitely lot, like, one of the first movies to actually give pre-adult a voice mm-hmm. kind of how they're feeling about going into the big bad world and how the pressures of parents so that's where you're going to get the kids <coughs> going to want to come along and see it because they're able to relate and, that, and the parents can actually see okay, yeah. well, I mean, all, you get, all you get like is is kids in movies act, reacting to these issues mm-hmm. rather than sitting down and saying well this is my issue Aye. so we get the stereotype of a kid in the 80s is the first half an hour of this movie where mm-hmm. they're acting on all their pressures and parent yeah, advice yeah. and all the interference and all that shit but you never get the rest oh. the rest of the movie is new yeah. I've seen yeah. a lot of like 80s no, I've seen a lot of like Stephen King where it's like you have the, the one character you always see but it's just their stress and then everyone around them is just a bully like Carrie or something like that where she's mm-hmm. going you see all her struggles but then you Everyone else in the school's just the tall prick for no reason. <laughs> but then this one's like it's even like you're seeing like there's different standings of these kids. It's like oh like you know, like the the rich girl has a lot of pressure just because she has to act certain ways, she has to do this, she has to be that. Mm. And so it's it's pretty interesting to give each corner like a voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I think we've um, the other one more is non consensual behaviour, we've talked about that. Mm. Uh, the ending according to this some viewers find the ending where the character's parents arrive and they go back to their respective social groups we think we don't know that but it is I mean they do separate to be overly simplistic and unrealistic it doesn't provide a nuanced resolution to the character's struggles I I think when Mm. I I saw the end I think this is going to be a friend group that even if they don't speak to each other every day if they pass each other in the halls they, they could say are you doing okay uh, and stuff like that and really get, get to know each other at a deeper level than other people like like the, the wrestler has to go with his wrestling meets and stuff like that and be around those people but if he goes up with Claire sometimes you can actually talk about how he's feeling yeah yeah I you think I mean? in a one to one situation then they're all gonna have that little a bit more chat amongst them it's going to be a nod in public at most yeah but they're not going to be hanging out they're going to be hanging out every day but I feel like they're yeah not, again they're, they're going to be able to read each other 
even if they meet five, ten years down the line, they'll mm. still stop and speak as yeah. actual adults. And, and because they know that they've got this kind of little bit of a bond where each person from that detention has grew. Yeah, and, and I, they've, I think they've kind of had more that than, more than most. Like like Andrew Clark, the wrestler, isn't it going to do what he did again? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think probably Brian's going to think twice before he mm. brings a fucking gun to school again. Oh, you're so he's, so. he's going to think, well, fuck, I'm not the only guy who's struggling. Um, <laughs> I think Brian's going to hopefully calm it <laughs> as, <laughs> as well. Mm. But no, I, I, he'll be I, dead in five years. I time. think. <laughs> <laughs> I think really all of us have like uh, within comments like they're in these super judgmental areas. High right. school's a super judgmental area. And I think they're gonna get like a like a kind of judgment free zone with each other. Mm. Where it's just like, okay, you know, I, 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 I like we have differences but it doesn't matter. Yeah. <coughs> and it's good that they've managed to get to that point mm-hmm. in the film and it's that's that's one thing that the film does extremely well. It kind of takes you on the full character, that the character journey, for yeah. each of them, and that do kind of come it flows really well. Mm-hmm. So that there's one that's not too far ahead of the others. Every every person's got their own story, and you're actually seeing it all play out at the exact mm-hmm. same kind of timelines. Yeah. So yeah, you managed to do that smoothly right, yes. Tarek who's the best minor character and why is it the janitor <laughs> because the janitor is the only other bloody minor character we're <laughs> <laughs> very limited aren't we? <laughs> nobody else really has a line to say no um, right, here's a fun fact the janitor was meant to be played by Ooh, like it Rick Morales Oh, so big Rick. you know who Rick Morales is? Tricky Dick. I know Rick He's Morales. Morales. <laughs> Morales. Aye. Oh, right. Morales. Aye. From Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know Rick Morales. Is it Morales? Yeah. Morales. Morales. Yeah, how do you shut the kids and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Do you know what? Like, sorry, just, <laughs> just an absolutely bad idea when you said that. Um, <laughs> This is so after. Rudy was at a karate group <laughs> training session this weekend. This fucking Yeah, so the instructor was. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The instructor, uh, Roy, um, so we got in, right, and there's. <laughs> I now get why this has happened. So we got in, and as soon as I got in there, like kids are barefoot on the mat, right? Right. And the kids are standing around in a circle looking down and nobody's moved the muscle. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on there? Like, dropped an earring. And then the sensei comes in, right? Nobody moved. <laughs> <laughs> so the kids are fucking ice still on this mat. And all just looking about for this earring because nobody wants to stand on it. It could be the back of it, it could be like, it fucking takes ages. And they're all getting, what's that? Oh, that's just a fucking bit of death. What's that? Oh, that's just that. <laughs> Uh, and, and the sensei goes, oh, it's like honey, I shot the kids here, and nobody, <laughs> <laughs> nobody takes them off. He looks at me and I'm like, I got you, mate. Uh, I got you. You know your audience. <laughs> um, and then I thought, I text Leah, I said, this should be the movie that we watched tonight with all the kids. And nah, yeah, fucking, uh, and she's like, yeah, yeah, but it didn't happen. Oh, we've done honey, I shot the kids with the kids. They loved it. Oh, so, I can't and honey, wait. I blew up the kids. I can't wait. Even that. I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, so Brilliant. Rick Rashford has like. a very <laughs> different vibe, I think. I, 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 like, I, I'm like glad it wasn't him. Yeah, yeah. I like how this guy is ages with the, 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 the teacher. 
He's a bit he's a bit wet vigorously as we as, as we said, but it's still is more laid back. Mm. And he speaks to the kids like they're adults right. rather than you know, like like, like the, the teacher speaks so right, we're at, you've been too much of a a punchline. Yeah. I, I really like Luke Mass, you know, like uh Little Shop of Horrors as mm-hmm. well, he's great in that. Oh I, I love that film. <clears throat> Um, yeah, it would be like, oh my god, it's Rick Moranis, rather than, here's it's, this it's, guy. It's, it's, better, it's, it's better that the, the journal's just completely random, eh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. have been anybody. Then he surprises you with how, actually, he's, I know he says he spies on people, and he listens to conversations and stuff like that, but he does seem to be, I don't think he's one-dimensional, I think he kind of sees what's going on a bit yeah, more than the teacher does. Oh, massively. He, well, he knows, he, like, he, yeah, the, maybe the struggles the kids have and stuff like that, and so he's not so quick to judge. Yeah, he's got the finger on the pulse at yeah. the school. Hmm. He knows kind of what's going down, and yeah, Rick Miller, Rick, would definitely, he would t- buy it too comical. Mm-hmm. And although the movie is comedy, it would be more kind of, oh, what's the, Porky's kind of-esque, and it would mm-hmm. just be, yeah, yeah like that. I've got another person who was due to play the um, Bender character. Okay. You just want to have a guess? No, no. So in the 85s. Somebody who was, what, 20 odd in 85? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Um, Who would you love to see in this movie? Man, this is so hard. I don't know. Nicholas motherfucking Cage, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to be better. He was going to be better. I just picture from the show notes of uh, the last episode, I think, uh, you know, that the person he was on the TV show. <laughs> yeah. And he comes yeah. in and he's like, it's yeah. getting hot. He takes off the leather jacket, he's on the shirt, puts back on the leather jacket. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> keeps the leather jacket on. That version, yeah. So there you go. He was very, very close to being cast as Ben. Wow. But remember, this is a very young-looking Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah. No, there's I a different movie. Can, Nick Cage yeah, and definitely. Rick. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'm going to say no, I wish it was Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Nick Cage. In any of them characters. <laughs> He'd be a great Don, do you have any more on the minor character other than the general? Well, I went with well, the, one of the parents could be, maybe. I went with the, with the teacher. Uh, I know he's not very... I think, teacher of course, pet. this is... <laughs> do you know what he reminds me of? Vince McMahon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can yeah, see I that. Can that, that. But, He's but, just going to look good. And it's it's obviously tough. I think just anybody outside the Breakfast Club was was minor. It's very limited. But I mean, you got to respect the hate. He's a number one hater. He comes in mm. aggressive. He's in that there for like eight hours or something like that. Never lets up once. He is fueled. <laughs> he is ready. Like even when he's having a having a beer, like I trying talk some sense and was like no <laughs> I hate this like when I'm old these kids are going to go to the country like, I, I can hate them and it's just like what is, what is he doing all the time though I like, don't know he's yeah. just farting the boat eh? <laughs> just yeah, like, he's, he's, like he's, he's the vice principal he's not the principal uh-huh. yeah. so he does look like he's like a wee sniveling kind of oh yeah I'll get that done like, like, a, like a, a career ladder climber yeah oh. he's on 31 guy in the year <laughs> oh well no <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, definitely man. got yeah Barry Hobart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like, like that scene you mentioned earlier like you just 
hasn't so much enough of better light. This is the Skinner Bart Simpson relationship of uh, the complete opposites, where it's like, like I'm just gonna kick the shit out of you. <laughs> like, who's what, gonna believe you? What's the line, like, what's gonna, the line he says where uh, Bender mouths at, at the same time? <laughs> oh Christ! Oh, I forget. Uh, he he, he kind of he threatens the kids. If you do that again, I'll fucking yeah yeah. And it's like I'll I'll kick your balls or I'll fucking do something like that. And Bender mows it. Because he's heard it. He's heard it hundreds of times. Right, that's it. I'm gonna be right outside those doors. The next time I have to come in here, I'm cracking skulls. Yeah. And it's just oh. like that scene where it's like, okay, uh, that's another Saturday, and he's just mocking him. That's another Saturday. I've got you for, he does this where it's like he's the index finger and pinky's like, I've got you for two months. <laughs> and he just shoves all like, the <laughs> Two months, man. And I'm just like, boom. <laughs> I'm just like, I can imagine this guy on his calendar, like, every Saturday for two months. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to see Bender again. If you, if you swap them over, Vince McMahon doing that? <laughs> yeah, that's what he did to Austin, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to rest a little bit. Right, trivia. Have we each got some? I've got, I might have some left. Um, right, so. Right, I'll we'll, fire off my first yeah. one. The, 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 the lyrics, the David Bowie lyrics at the start. Mm-hmm. And these children that you spit on as they try to change the worlds are immune from your consultations. They are quite aware of what they are going through. Ch 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 changes. There you go. That's that. Okay. <laughs> Good that one. I think like I mentioned a lot, a lot of them. Um, let's see. If there's some more. <clears throat> um, one of mine was. It's not so much a trivia, but where the hell did Bender shoe go when he was getting chased in the... You see when, the, when he oh, yeah, went yeah. to the basketball court? <laughs> he ended up just with one shoe on and there was a shoe sitting at the side. <laughs> just one shoe. Yeah. And I was just like, what the f... What, what happened about? there? What, what, why is he wearing why, one shoe? <laughs> what has happened? And I was just thinking, ah... Oh, and he takes it off again. Yeah, he takes yeah. it off and then... <laughs> He's not got it on it. It's actually for advertising purposes. I, oh, I hope not. The coke is blatant, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Coke must have been throwing money at Hollywood in the 80s, eh? Christ, it's still isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking a sip right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple, a couple mm, of icebreaker. Uh, <laughs> so John Dess and Stephen Carter off, off car, camera, even Billy and Molly Ringwald. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. John Hayes nearly fired him over it. But uh, Paul Gleason. Get cage, Paul Cage! <laughs> Paul Gleason defended him, saying that like, uh, he was just trying to get in character, this is what he would, he would do. And even, you know, that bit we talked about when he raises his fist at the end, mm. that, uh, that was kind of improvised as well. They just you know how them like walking off, then it's like, you know, mix up a little bit, we have a couple of shots, do something different. And then he just, he just did that and it became iconic. iconic. Man, so, man. can you imagine the film if he just trudged off? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with the tunes playing, it's still yeah. going to be an iconic scene, I would say. And because it's had such a massive impact in America, mm. I think, yeah, don't know if, if he threw up the horns at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, he has impact more. Uh, this one's a pretty big one. <clears throat> it was originally suggested that there would be uh, sequels to this film, however, it would be occurring in every 10 years. 
And so every 10 years, th this group would just kind of get back together. It's like we said uh, yeah. in the future with the... Uh, the Brat Park reunites. But it did not come to pass. Probably um, a volatile relationship between John Hughes and Judd Nelson. <laughs> right. And Hughes said he would never work with them again. So Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael Hall, who plays Brian, they both starred in his first film, Sixteen Candles. Um, Sixteen Candles is also a song about um, a guy who literally cannot wait until this girl is 16 so he can get involved. Right? Creepy. That's very yeah. creepy. Yeah, 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 definitely. Very creepy. Right. I don't know what this movie's about, but I mean, there's, there's coming of age dramas and there's coming Come of age, age dramas. <laughs> wow. Um, Shit. So yeah, um, the 16 Candles is generally, yeah, gen generally a yeah. song. Yeah. It's, it's, but what kind of movie is that? Is, that, it's not, it's, is it just a coming of age kind I would of guess just, so, I would guess so. Um, so they were both in it and Hugh, you've made that very sinister <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I've, I've never seen it is it more American Pie or is it more Breakfast Club like, <laughs> well, well, these guys were both in it and it was John Hughes again and again he, he like it's all teenage stuff no, he does so. not a black guy inside it it's good <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ringwald she was originally cast to play Alison Reynolds so the yeah the, the mm. Out of sorts, girl. Mm -hmm. But she was, in quotes, really upset because she wanted to play Claire Standish. Uh, she was That's a clear thing to do, get just, oh, exactly. just, yeah. just yeah. crying. Get yeah. She was method, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess then she was kind of was a lot to turn Nelson there. If they had, like, we could have a good back and forth. If they had nothing there. Yeah, you're stuck. You're stuck. Yeah. Jodie, Jodie Foster missed out because of this hissy fit. <laughs> Jodie Foster uh, was auditioned for it, shall we say. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Emilio Estevez was originally cast in the role of John Bender. Mm -hmm. However, when Hughes was unable to find someone to play the wrestling mm -hmm. jock, Estevez was recast. <laughs> I think he's probably one of the best cast. Mm. You're right. <laughs> I fucking wrote that. Well, I never wrote it down. I copy and pasted it. <laughs> and still didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Moranis was the cast as Yara. Copy and paste all this shit. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. Another one. Did you see the cameo? Cameo? No, I don't. I don't oh, know. with the, the bear one? No. No, the, the director, John Hughes, is cast as Brian's dad, so he picks <laughs> him up. That's oh, okay. We've yeah. never had known that that's that was John Hughes. Yep. So what else has he done? Sixteen Candles. Oh, oh I'm going to go on uh, that. Yeah, I'll go on that. Let's, let's do <laughs> any more trivia from you, Daz. Uh, no, that's all for me. Um, what grinds your gears about this? <clears throat> I've not put anything down, but... No, actually, just go to the <laughs> I think we kind of talked through them and uh, the pros and cons of of this film, and I, I think it knows when to kind of be silly and when to be serious. But then there is that kind of eighty style of yeah, he's got to break through the roof and then land without a scratch on him, and then the teacher's going to come through and not mm. notice there's a gaping hole in the ceiling. <laughs> I think this see what this movie would be good as an A twenty four movie. I think that okay. would be kind of take away the comedy or step it back a bit and then just make it a bit more kind of gritty. 
How could you make it so fucking one of them would be I an alien know. that would start eating all this? <laughs> <laughs> Possessed. Uh, um, sorry, that's just that was just a thought that just popped in. What um, Darling mentioned earlier, what's wrong with a, like a goth <laughs> slash weirdo look? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright. I, I think she's hot when bang here. She's sixteen, so would not act on it. Yeah. Dandruff and Sound like a psychiatrist <laughs> And the Scooby Doo chase scene. Yeah. Oh. Again, that's another iconic thing where there's there's just like they're running through the hallways like this just sliding on ice or something like that. Yeah. And of course like yeah, the guy would hear in an empty school like with the six people stomping their way through. But he's like He's just oblivious. He's like, well, I'll go to the wharf. And they're like, oh, he's there. And then every 80s school wind up in the book. But we spoke about that as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Again, when you watch something, it's like, oh, you're obviously going to say that. But... Well, that's that's a good thing. I don't know. That's the thing. It could be one day when you went to school and everyone was saying that, and then that's what you know it from. But then it could have been from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. I think this is this movie definitely spawned a lot of that kind of those sayings and. Mm. Um, Who wins the movie? Like I've went John Hughes, the director, and yeah, mentioned what. Um, they spent on it a million ish, made reportedly 50 million. Boom, mm. do what you want, mate. So he went on to make Ferris Bueller's Day Off, although we've heard he did it at the same time. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Great job, oh. great. Uncle Motherfucking Buck. Oh my god, <laughs> I love that movie. Uh-huh. Actually, actually, I need to watch that with the kids, man. I need to. Oh, no wait, time. wait, boy. There's some. Scenes in that. Is there? Uh, there's heavy petting, there's chainsaws. Oh, Save <laughs> What is it? What is it? What is it? Golf clubs. <laughs> clubs. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is the best. That's the funniest thing I've ever Where seen. Where he's hitting him. Yeah, he's hitting him. Evie will be alright with that. Erica might not. There's, yeah, there's. Because she's a proper young adult getting heavy petted. Right, okay, okay, right, okay. That's, maybe watch it with Bella. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe let Izzy watch it. And, and so he directed them, but right. he also wrote or had a part in National Lampoon's Vacation and Home Alone. Wow. Well, that, that explains the, the, what's his name? John Candy, I guess? Because he was in Pungeon's mm-hmm. Automobiles, right? And, and Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. And then he was the, he's in the, the van helping the mum yeah. get home. So, yeah, that, that explains that. I can't wait to watch Home Alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked John Candy a lot, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Big John. Yeah. My, my, my uh, <laughs> the movie, again, kind of that warped brain uh, aspect uh, is the alternate view of this film. Bender is a master manipulator and tricks everyone into liking him in the end and he gets his way. He comes in the ass like a bad boy, gets the kind of the most popular girl, gets a group of support, and he walks out. Yeah, <laughs> I, love yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that because he pits everyone against each other, then brings them all in, he <laughs> sucks them all in. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Rips into every one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that also abuser thing of like the, the was it called Negi or something like that, where you just kind of. Hey, 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 and then it's almost like they're desperate to put your approval, approval at the end. 
Gets his own Sit. way. Swaps it. How's he well? So. <laughs> he, sort, he sort of sacrifices himself a little bit as well, eh? Hmm. Now you guys go ahead. Yeah. I'll go that way. <laughs> Everyone else has got a lift on. I walk home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in detention, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, mate. You're in there for every Saturday for two months. Look <laughs> at the horns. Yeah, it's done. Let's do the horns. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Bender, master manipulator. Oh, you got. Okay. Well, I had Bender, but I just thought he was a dick and he's always going to be a dick. What Darren said about. <laughs> right, this would be interesting, then. Mm-hmm. Tag, what are you first? You burn this, watch it, or buy it? Oh, jeez. Jeez. I didn't write this one down. I didn't write it This is good. Um, I, I would damn want to burn it. It feels like it shouldn't be burnt. Right, okay, I'll go for watch. Oof. Yeah, yeah. It, it is tearing. But, but like, it's because it's too iconic. Am I just going with the, what the public would want to hear? I am going to say, if I was to say to somebody, like, I don't I'm mind saying yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. mind no. saying to somebody. Have you seen The Breakfast Club? Yeah. I don't think I would ever going to say to somebody, you should watch. watch The Breakfast Club. No. Yeah, like I, that is, that's oh, the best way, because so if you uh, say, have you seen it, especially if it's like a, a friend or something, I'd be like, oh yeah, in the 80s, I watched that, and it was like... Then, then you figure out where they were when yeah. you watched it, and all that sort of thing. I, it's, it's, so a, it's a cultural yeah. thing. Am I going to say I, watch it now? No. I when they say, oh, say, I've watched Bernard's Bueller, I've watched... Um, <laughs> What was the one that we had? I've watched Ferris Bueller. Plain Strains. Plain Strains. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. They're all better. No, 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 no. But I'm sorry, not that. Not Uncle Buck and that. Sorry. Ferris Bueller. 16th Candles and... Other teens movies. Yeah, the teens movies that we've seen. Uncle Buck. Would say this. Speaking to somebody and they've said they've watched them. I would then say, have you watched The Breakfast Club? Right. And then go, no. Well, yeah. Give that a watch. So it depends. I think you guys are, are, are on the mark of this is like a like a low watch. Like yeah, I, I it's a low. Tarek's going to meet Joss again. Can you tell? Because <laughs> I'm thinking of like Burns. I'm thinking of what is it like? Like oh, it was, it was a, a mega shark or I think it was uh, like did, did you burn after reading or something like that? I just like, I, I didn't I just didn't want to ever watch that film again. No my land. No my land. Yeah. I was did we like, burn it? I think, <laughs> I think I, 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 we're just I guess to that point where like, I don't think I'd want to watch this from the end and it's almost there but I wouldn't say it's the quote I think I've gotten everything from it so yeah. but I don't want to disrespect it by saying this film's trash put in the fire <laughs> it's but a low watch mm, no oh you will watch as well yeah I'm going to say burn because I cannot I cannot <laughs> say to somebody you should watch this mm. I think the right person. On the, does, does, does very well, I, I'm giving it a watch though, because if it means something... Mm. So, like, Apart from you guys, our lovely cushy listeners, <laughs> yeah. please yeah. watch it. Definitely. Please watch tell, it and tell, tell us what you think of it. Join Discord, Discord and tell because yeah. Twitter's going to fucking die. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, Musk. <laughs> right, so, this is it. Darren, it's Ooh. been a while. Stick your, fingers, stick your fingers in this. <laughs> Like what are we watching next? Now remember guys, we um, hand-picked 
16 of the best 15 of the best films plus the breakfast club <laughs> <laughs> that was in our, the end of our crusty awards was it yes it was yeah so there's only absolute bangers in here there's only oh, oh, oh damn yes. Reagan's please out please see the word please see the word it's from G oh yes Calibur Calibur this is a film we've got a guest we've got a guest we've got a guest uh, this is a film we've basically just spoken everything about or, or uh, the part of life apart from the thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so now we can see the thing we can see the not, thing not right now though but uh, also it's just like it, there's a lot of other good things to gush about with this film as well and it's plus, a Scottish film and yeah, it's, it's a Scottish film it's um, <laughs> oh it's a great setting Mm. Um, nice cast. <coughs> oh yes, and, and but, but Tarek had some reservations. You you felt the ending wasn't as great as it could have been. Yeah, yeah. You were quite disappointed. Um, well, I'm gonna hold off. There's tension here. Yes. And it's gonna start on Discord. Guys. <coughs> oh, I can't <laughs> wait for that. Jesus, come on. Come on. That's the cool thing. It's like. It is kind of that that vibe of like you know the BBC three part dramas or something like that. You, you you guys like to watch or like the mystery or something like that, but as as a film, so it is kind of right up our, our alley. So yeah, <clears throat> excellent, 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 nice one. Right, so that's going to be fun. That will be fun. Yeah. Okay, if you like what you're hearing here, don't keep it a secret. Tell a friend, tell an enemy. We are not about to record a picture. I'm going to stop all the jokes. I'm just going to remind you again. Please sign up to the Discord. It's the new place where the cool cats hang out. <laughs> um, thanks. I, I, <laughs> I didn't think we'd talk about Discord as much as we have already at this point. Thanks that. for the recommendation. Thanks, thanks, Ian, for the voice note. Uh, uh, absolutely, yeah. Um, <coughs> I'm going to say goodbye, Darren. Say goodbye. Goodbye. And last word to Tarek. Goodbye. <laughs> He's doing the horns. He's doing the horns. <laughs>
I'm not gonna pay for it. Enough.